Good evening and happy Saturday. Welcome to Tea Time Podcast. I am Bree and I'm here with my co-host Ben and our special guest Queen Makeda, aka Tracy. So how are you guys doing today? Fantastic. I'm doing good. Doing Just good. quarantining and chilling. Yes, we all are quarantining and chilling. So today we're going to talk about the whole Bailey and Casey situation that happened oh, on the Lord. previous episode of the challenge. We have a lot to talk about that. So do you want to start, Tracy? Sure. All righty. We started episode 13 with a, where we picked up we picked up where we left off on episode 12 with the Nani or Poonani, as I like to call her, and uh, Casey or Futon, as I in my brain, that's her name. Um are getting a little too uh, a little too friendly with one another. Casey is pulling her strategy from Big Brother right on into the bunker. So we yeah. we, we go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, we we do see that. And like last episode or yeah, episode twelve, we did see her say that she had a crush on her sister. So <laughs> after mm. calling Nani her sister. <laughs> Yes. And so um, everybody's starting to notice that they're a little friendly. They're they're eating dinner together. They're snuggling in that little weird room with the funky looking couches and the glass window. Um, if everybody will recall, let's just back it all the way back up when when Stephen Bear decided to spray everybody with the with the fire extinguisher. Uh, Nani was uh, laying in the bed with Casey, and uh, when they sprayed it, that's where that's where she was. She was snuggled right up under Casey on the bed. And so this is this is not new, but obviously things have really accelerated from that to the bar scene where uh, Nani was a little bit on the drunk side, and so there went those inhibitions. So come on in the bathroom. There's no cameras. And Casey was about to go until she noticed the cameras. And Anissa. Oh, yeah, Anissa. Poor Anissa. She always trying to step in and help her friends, and they don't give her no respect. None. And so, yeah, now we're there. And so everybody's noticing. And, of course, uh, oh, uh, Banana Boy is stirring the pot. So he starts pointing it out to everybody. And then uh, we have a late night scene after uh, Nani and uh, and Futon are snuggling. And Futon, by the way, does kiss Nani. So she's lying. Um, it's kind of going to be a trend for her, I guess, this lying. So she kisses her. And then whenever when she comes out of the room, I don't know where Nani goes, but they end up in the kitchen. And... Bailey is talking to um, Futon and Jenny, and she, and it's actually Futon who brings up, yeah, me and me and uh, me and Bailey, we flirted all the time and this and that, but it wasn't anything. I guess she was using Bailey's marriage as, I mean, if she ends up marrying somebody, then that means that our quote unquote flirting is is nothing, right? And so she admits to all of the things that she later on turns around and says is a lie from Bailey. And she started the conversation about her and Bailey. 
Bailey didn't start it. Other than saying that I'm the nanny. And then, of course, we we speed on up. And so uh, we get to the next morning. And by the way, I'm not going to say, you know, I won't reveal my sources, but I have some sources that have um, that know uh, some behind the scenes stuff. And uh, people did talk to uh, Futon and asked her if she was going to give Bailey the vote. And this was before they even had the competition. And she said that she was not going to give Bailey that vote, even though that person tried to tell her that she owed Bailey that vote. Exactly. So so Bailey knew ahead of time after the competition that she wasn't going to get that vote. That's why when she came in the room to talk to her, she was so upset. On top of that, she just lost her boo, who kind of kept her... He, he balanced her out, you know, kept her sane in that crazy place. Exactly. And people also need to realize, like, everybody was calling Bailey miserable and stuff. But, like, yeah, Swaggy just left. But also, your friend isn't acting like your friend. And for the fact that Casey had the nerve to tell Bailey, oh, well, you act, you've been acting different, yada, yada, yada. Like, no, you haven't been trying to talk to Bailey, like, at all. Like, you've been stuck up Nani's ass, like, since ASAP left. <laughs> like. Exactly. Exactly. Like, so don't try to pin it on Bailey. And also, like, like they said, the bunker is a stressful environment. And especially, like, if the only person that you can count on is stuff just left and you're alone in that bunker, like, you're not going to want to be bothered at all. And for her to go to Bailey and try to talk to Bailey and Bailey tells her like, I don't want to talk right now. And then she just keeps talking. Like the girl said, leave her alone. Like just leave her alone. And then you get mad when you get a reaction out of it, but she told you to leave her alone, but you didn't. So you got a reaction. So you can't get mad. Exactly. That. Oh man. When I tell you that, that fired me up because she was picking and picking and picking and picking Every time Bailey blew up on her, it was after a minimum of three times that she said something crazy to her. So it was like a minimum. So that very last argument, that was just, that was one of those things. And you come into the room talking crazy to her? Come on. And she told you, get out my room with this. Exactly. And you didn't get out your room. You made yourself really comfortable in that bed. Exactly. Yeah. And so that, that really, oh my gosh, that, that whole, that whole, um, that whole episode was really just pulling back the curtain on who, um, uh, Futon Casey is and pulling back the curtain on, um, what kind of game that she has been playing in Big Brother and that she did play in um that she's playing right now in uh on the challenge so it was it was it was something that was very revealing and depending on how you feel about it it should reveal something about you too real talk exactly and what made me mad is like everyone was like oh well bailey didn't like stand up and defend herself during the house vote 
Like, you can tell in that girl's face, she was just sick and tired of it. And she already know that what everybody was going to say was just complete bullshit. So, like, what's the point of talking and... What's the point of talking and trying to, like, make up, like, a case for myself and... I already know, like, everything that's going to come out of y'all mouth is bullshit. Well, like, of course, like, Casey's mouth is bullshit. So there's no point of fucking talking. Like, that's how I see it. And people were just like, oh, well, if she really wanted to go in, she should have just said something. Well, like, what what else more can she say? She did say something. She said she wanted to go in. And that was that it. What else? And because... What they wanted her to do is they wanted her to humble herself and beg them to put her in. And when I say them, I mean I mean Casey. I mean it was it was it was a straightforward, hey, I want you to you to uh, beg me to put you in, but I'm not going to put you in because this person that I've been flirting with for a month, you know, I'm going to give her this. Uh, easy elimination because yeah, they thought easy. Melissa was a, a layup. Right? Yeah, Melissa does MMA. What do you mean? She ain't no layup. She ain't never going to be no layup. Remember how she handled uh, Marie? Sylvia. Mm-hmm. Sylvia. Yeah, Sylvia. Yeah, Sylvia. Yeah, Sylvia. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, okay. But, yeah, and then that just, that that made me mad because even in her her little speech, before she gave her vote, Putin, she said, I, I really can't trust you. What do you mean you can't trust me? You listening to people that you've just met telling you this crazy stuff? Because in her life, she said why she couldn't trust uh, Bay. She said that Bailey said to somebody that uh, she wanted to put her in like weeks ago because uh, she had taken 500K from her. Are you kidding why would she? That don't even make sense. And if you're that stupid, Casey, to believe that Bailey would say that Bailey gave you five hundred, what do you five hundred k? What do you mean took from you? She was the deciding vote, the deciding vote for her to win. So she's then, just making that shit up. And then also, like, if you hear something from someone you barely know, but you know Bailey, and if you feel like okay, that's something Bailey wouldn't say, just go and ask her. Exactly. Exactly. And the reason why she never went to ask her is because she was too busy flirting and catting about, as my grandmother would say, with the Poonani. She was trying to hit if she wasn't already hitting. I don't care what they say. She was your bunkmate too? Honey, you were waiting for them to come get them mics. They slept in the bed together. Okay. Come on. Come on. If my man was sleeping in the bed with, oh, honey. His stuff would be on the porch when he got home. I'm not finna put up with no nonsense. But yeah, that that whole uh, I don't trust you thing. That's come on. That was just she was making up excuses to make herself look better. And at the end of the day, it did not work because everyone's seen what type of piece of shit she really is. Exactly. And if we like, I um, like I've been thinking, if we flip the gender. And this is the this is the strategy that you use to play. I'm just gonna flirt. I'm gonna kiss. I'm gonna uh, make out. I'm gonna lay around in the bed with somebody. I'm gonna tell them I have a crush on them. Flip that gender and make Casey male. Doing all of that, and then 
she turns around. She's a gaslighter extraordinaire. That's how you know uh, she ain't worth, she ain't about nothing because guys do that all the time. And then you have friends that'll do it. You have women that do it. So she gaslights at the end. Oh, well, it wasn't, you just imagine that we had all these connections and that we were vibing. We were just, we were just chilling with one another. Flip the gender and have a guy tell you that you imagined all of that. They played with your feelings for some money. Now, we know what we call those people. We call them fuck boys. Yeah. There it is. What? And so, yeah, that made me mad. And then when she said, you were isolating yourself. Really, I'm isolating myself. I'm braiding everybody's hair. I'm putting, I'm doing their makeup. I'm a pageant girl. I know how to make you cute. You could see in the confessions when Bay had been doing work. Exactly. Exactly. And then isolated. No, Casey, you've been isolating yourself because the only person your your finger is stuck up their ass is Nani. Like you know <laughs> <laughs> you're isolating yourself with only Nani. Like then also you talking about isolated. We seen Bailey way more this season than we seen you. Okay. And you talking about you like she isolated herself. Like people forgot you were there. Like you were irrelevant. <laughs> she wasn't doing it. I know, Miss. Yes, and I like her better when rules. she didn't open her mouth. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then also think about it. If she's isolating herself, why was she there for Jen Lee and uh, deleted argument? Mm -hmm. Think about that. If she's isolating herself, why was she there for, um, for Ashley when Ashley was flipping out about uh, Banana Boy? If she isolated herself, why was she once again in the room when uh, Maddie and Nani got into an argument. If she's isolating herself, that first night when Johnny Bananas was asking uh, Casey, what do you mean by vibing? This was before the art, the uh, conversation in the kitchen with Jenny. So she isolated herself. How is it she's all the way everywhere in everything? And why does everybody now say they love that? I mean, they say Posting. Everybody and, shout out, and shout out to Jenny for actually being there for Bailey and exactly. giving her a hug when she knew she was down and told her like you know you got me if you don't have anybody and exactly. then also yeah Jenny's a real one and then also shout out to I can't believe I'm about to say this I know right shout out to Nelson <laughs> we saw Bailey had a panic attack after the house votes and like producers had to get involved and stuff and then they just told her to go straight to bed and she went to bed and she was still having like a little mini panic attack and Nelson went to go check Nelson and Kyle went into the room and made sure she was okay and Nelson says I know you do not have swaggy anymore and I know you really don't talk to people as much as you talk to swaggy but just know that I'm here to listen to anything that you have to say I will be here for you since swaggy can't be here for you yep and I was like that's Nelson <laughs> like right I had, to, I had to make sure that was Nelson yeah that was something intelligent something intelligent <laughs> came out his mouth I know yeah that's the smartest thing he, he said this season well you smartest know he had his hair he had yep. plaits, he had cornrows. She had been hooking him up. So, mm -hmm. you know. She was tightening up the, that brain while she was tightening up his braids. Girl, sometimes, hey, you know you know how it is. We we take care of everybody, don't we? Black mm -hmm. women. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that really that whole speech that she gave that was unnecessarily cruel. That was you don't have to tell me you don't trust me and I've been isolating myself and all of that. You just you ain't gonna give me the vote. Don't try to give me some lame excuse. You're not even good at lying. Just shut up and just you know do the vote and let me move on. And so. And I know how I am about my friends. If one of my friends did that to me, yes, it's a game, but it's only a game, what, for um, eight weeks? For, yeah, for the challenge for eight weeks. We got, what is it, eight weeks is, um, let's see, eight times seven, 56 days. So we got another 300 and something days that we're supposed to be friends. And you, you're going, really? Really? Honey, no, no. That's not the way it works. That's not the way it works. But anyway, so then they go into, they get called into, um, after the vote, they get called into the uh, tribunal. What do you call that since they're sitting? Yeah, the tribunal. <laughs> the tribunal. It's not a try anything. What is sept? Yeah. Sept, sept tribunal? Anyway. Mm-hmm. So they get called in there. And of course, here goes Johnny Bananas again. So, what's going on with you and Casey? And so she tells him, Yeah, me and Casey, we did XYZ. And then, of course, Nani tries to hop in there and uh, say, um, I feel like you're blaming it on me. Uh, did you or did you not ask Casey to give you Melissa? Now, you might have said, Oh, I. I want Melissa, but do what you want. No. No. You want Melissa. You've been flirting with her. Y'all been doing what you've been doing. So, of course. She's going to listen to you because you're the one that's entertaining her. Exactly. Exactly. And so, and then, so she goes back to her room and she says, yeah, she says y'all slept together. She knows what Bay said. Bay did not say they had sex. They slept in the but same she made bed. it seem she made it seem like they slept slept together, and that's mm-hmm. the twist of words, and that's why she was calling her a lying asshole. And for you to act surprised and be like, "What? What'd you say to me? What?" And then yeah. that's why she ran yeah. and got security too. Notice She's she like, didn't turn right upset. around. You're just upset because you're alone. You're intimidated because you're alone. And Bailey's, I'm not intimidated. Like, who are you? What you gonna do? As a matter of fact, I'm sitting down and you standing up. What? Oh, nothing. Then bye. Get out of my, my room. But my favorite part of that whole entire argument is her and Casey's face. When Casey said, why are you yelling? She's like, yes! like I said, there's two sides. You can either get the crying side or you can get the screaming side. So which one do you want? Oh, see, you, you just took some of it out. She said, which one do you fucking want? Oh. It's, hey, honey, put that seasoning on there. Put that seasoning on there. Oh my gosh. When I tell you, I started to change my whole tag on all my social media. Which one do you? <laughs> but I didn't. But anyway, yeah, it's because Casey, how you walk in a room and be like, why do you lie so much? Why do you like lying? Why do you like to lie about everything? That's gaslighting 101. You walk, you walk in a room and you want to have a conversation with somebody. And you accuse them of lying. You question their their reality of what happened with with our relationship. 
Man, don't you know that Twitter FBI is going to come with all the receipts while you're sitting up there trying to say you didn't do X, Y, and Z? And they did. And they did. Yes, they did. Yes, Basie. Everybody remembers Basie. I was actually like, you know what? I can see that. I can see that. But then when I saw, you know. <laughs> I mean, I watched that whole entire fees live, so, so I knew she was lying. Like, I knew she was lying. They had a date once a week. They got yes, they did. for each other. Yes, they did. So Casey's a liar. Yes. Plain now, and simple. Granted, I know that everybody didn't know that because they were not like, they were not in front of anybody while they were uh, flirting with one another. They were always in the geometry room or they were um, in uh, Bailey's HOH room, which, by the way, Casey wanted yep. the night there and base it. No. Yep, yep. Yep, exactly. And so, uh, out of respect for Chris, and um, yeah, that's that's and of course that's why, you know, Fessy thought it was platonic because he was too busy chasing Haley. He didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Bless his oblivious he heart. Just kept his mouth shut. Yeah, if y'all know, y'all know. Of course, I think he's been told. Like I said, the Patreon that I was told about was very revealing that. He, they cleared him. They got him together about that. Because he was like, I know, you know. Uh, of course you didn't. You haven't even watched your season. You ain't gonna know nothing till you watch your season. Exactly. I mean, I ain't mad at him about it. He just, you know, because he came through what he was supposed to do. He was supposed to give her that vote. And he did talk to her later, but he didn't want to, uh, he said he didn't want to do what everybody else was doing, just trying to get camera time, in his opinion. But anyway, so yeah, that whole argument, you know, and she was like, you're not going to try to make me look crazy. Bay knew she was trying to gaslight her, trying to say this wasn't happening. But Bailey did get her together. And she told, she said, but I can see that what you're doing to me, what I thought was happening, was not happening. So in other words, Nani, if you're listening, honey, what you think is happening is not happening. You're getting used, you're getting played. Exactly, because what, after the filming... Y'all didn't, y'all didn't end up together. Mm-mm. She stayed with Taylor. Exactly. You got played. And by the way, when she got back, I'm sure they had a whole conversation, Taylor and, uh, Casey. and uh, Casey, where she's like, no, I was just, you know, I was just being friendly. You know, I'm flirty. She took and, it the wrong way. Like, I'll just treat her like a friend. Mm-hmm. And then I bet you Taylor watched the episode looking dumb. Exactly. So, you know, she was extra hurt. Not only that, when, and I, I get I get why she wouldn't be, like, believing the rumors about her, her girlfriend cheating on her in the house. You're not mm-hmm. supposed to believe stuff like that. You're supposed to wait and have a conversation with your mm-hmm. significant other when they get home. So I get that. But she talked too much trash. So, ooh, in Texas, we say eating crow. I bet she had to eat a whole lot of crow. But anyway, but yeah, but the whole, and then the fans, the fans, she's so crazy. She's screaming, she hollering. Did you say the same thing about Melissa? Did you say the same thing about Ashley? Did you say the same thing about uh, Nani? Did you say the same thing about anybody else except for the black girl? I mean, that, that drives me crazy. All of that tone policing of how we're supposed to deal with our with our feelings 
that angry black woman, that uh, trope that uh, racists run out there. It's the same thing with Angela on, on BB20 when she ran up to the room and locked herself in the room and wouldn't talk to Bailey for what, two days? Was it two days or three days? After the it was three days. Three days. Yeah, three days. I mean, Caitlin did the exact same thing. Yep, she, she put, sure did. She put, uh, she put Swaggy on the block, and then all of them guys laying around her on the bed without their shirts on, saying, we got your back, we're going to protect him, Bailey's going to go off, and this, please. Don't they see the racism in that? That's a microaggression to always assume that there's that I'm going to react angrily to not even be able to be hurt, not even be able to express my opinion and talk about my feelings and all that other sort of thing. I'm just a, just supposed to take it. And we'll be right back after this. And we're back. Let's continue talking. Okay, so I want to bring up what um, what we were just talking about, and it's just like how fans react to how a black female is when they do reality TV. And like she said, like we can't express ourselves without anyone saying that we're like an angry black woman or we're always miserable or we're just angry for no reason and stuff. And you're completely right. Like, when Melissa was popping off on Josh, everybody was loving it. I mean, I loved it because I can't stand Josh. But, oh, like, it's yeah. just, like, the difference in, like, Melissa popping off on Josh and she's getting applauded. And then Bailey pops off on Casey and is, oh, my gosh, she's so angry. She's she's a disgusting person, yada, yada, yada. And it's just, like, what? I even what? heard people saying she's barking. Look at her barking like a dog. She's. She's uh, she's screaming like an uh, like a wild animal and and all of those animal references that are rooted in racism also, and people always say and it's, the it's white everything one. everything is not about race everything yes it is mm-hmm. yes it is because you if you're not saying the exact same thing if your your opinion is not equitable across the races then it is racist. You're, you're taking your implicit bias. Exactly, because you're not saying the same things, the same negative comments to the white person who just did the same thing. Express their feelings. And, and I, I, I hurt a lot for Bailey because she's like, I've got to, you know, and even in Casey even threw that in at the last minute, that whole, you know, you just need to control your emotions. Bitch, woo! Lord Jesus, that right there almost made me lose it. Almost made me lose it. What do you mean control my emotions? Why do I need to control my emotions when you are trying to gaslight me? Me popping off or clapping back at you is controlling my emotions. That's a part of wellness to express anger and to express hurt. And are you kidding? No. She even she even walked away from her took a break. All of those things are are healthier than what you're doing, which is gaslighting. So no, she didn't need to control her emotions. She was doing exactly what she needed to do in a healthy way. Don't come in my room talking about why do I like to lie? Why do I lie about everything? Why do I lie so much? 
You're going to get what you ask for. But anyway. <laughs> ben, what is your take on how the fans treat Black reality stars when they show emotion? Oh, yeah, I agree with y'all. What y'all just say about it. And yeah, you're right. I think um, it's like certain people get like treated like shit, and then you got other people who get praised for their behaviors. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Just, just stop. Because it doesn't make sense to be like how Betty gets treated like shit, and then you got Melissa. I mean, I like Melissa. Though, don't get me wrong, but like you got Melissa get praised for her be- for her behavior, but like I, 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 I don't understand it. it. It's messed up. It's just messed up. So, like these fans need to just chill out. Um, don't don't say stuff that you're gonna regret saying later. Don't don't make your pro don't don't make your account private because you was wrong and then you're scared to get the backlash from it. And that's all, all I have to say. Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of the fans they only want. They only want two-dimensional black people on their screen or people of color even because the people they like are the people that that um, that are are that don't talk about anything that makes them uncomfortable. They only like the people that are visually pleasing. So that's what I mean by two-dimensional. It's just like I'm going to focus on the game and I'm just going to look good on the screen for it. They don't want anybody that's that's three dimensional, that's deep, and that has thoughts about certain things. It's one of the reasons why they treat a rock star like crap, because she she talked about real stuff, and so that's why they didn't they didn't like her um, in the house or coming out of the house. The same thing with Scotty, he called a lot of stuff out, and they didn't like that either. And so that that sort of thing just. It really is, and it's it's racism that they don't realize it's racism because it's what they've always done. It's it's that, and it's it's casting too. You got the cast directors that they go out and they are looking for, um, they're looking for white cast members that are two dimensional, and then they're looking for black cast members or people of color that are going to uh, that are going to assimilate. That they they believe have assimilated to the uh, the lack of emotions and passions and being um, uneducated, don't know much about their own history. Because let me tell you one thing: I knew I was going to be Swaggy Gang or actually Swaggy. I knew I was going to ride with Swaggy when he said, "I don't celebrate Fourth of July. We weren't free." I said, "Yes, young man. Yes, we were not free." And I'm a history teacher, by the way. So the I the the idea that he actually has some sort of knowledge about his own um, his own culture, that's big. And when you've got knowledge about your own culture, you're not going to be two dimensional on the television. You're going to be you're going to be cocky. You're going to be proud. You're going to be egotistical. You're going to be all of those things because you're more than just your strategy and your looks. And so the the fans they want that because anything. Anything that's more than two dimensional, it has. They have to think about uncomfortable topics and uh, and their privilege and the and their their uh, 
what they've attained and what they've been able to get in their life because of their skin color. Exactly. And my thing is, like, we haven't had a person like Scraggy before on TVs on Big Brother besides um, Marvin, maybe, but and no, I, no, I'll say Parker like, and, and Parker to, to an extent, but like, um, after that, no, there's nobody that you don't see on TV like Swaggy and Marvin and Parker, so like you, like you really don't see nobody like that on that, on that screen. It's like the most you'll see is probably like a like a Howard or somebody, but like, but usually we get these Davids and stuff on our screens, so yeah. Oh no, I think I think uh, Danielle from BBLT. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about her. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah. of swag. Yep. And then yep. you had you had Justin who uh, got was it Monty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monty, 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 Monty my husband. Stop! Stop! Really? Calm, calm, calm oh down. Calm God. down. Calm just, down. Okay, looks, 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 <laughs> just looks wise. Oh God! Ugh. Well, just the looks, just the looks. That's all I want. I just want to like it's just the looks. Well, Danielle got him together too. And then you had Neely. He, he tried too. to gaslight her. She shut that down. Mm-hmm. And you had Neely too. Yes, I love that scene. I sometimes I just go watch it just because. I mean, I mean that was a good season. Like, like yes. had, like that alliance. That alliance is like so unique. Like, you had different mini personalities in that alliance, but the other alliance you just had like boring, bland people. So, yeah, boring, bland. It was. It, you had uh, white folks. That's what you had yeah. in that other alliance. Let's yeah, call basically. the things the things. Yep. <laughs> they they yeah. want to create race, and we, guess what? We're gonna talk about it. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's um, and it's the same thing. If you think about BBOT, then you had BB twenty. You had the exact same thing, but in the summer, you had that group of a uh, melting. Yeah, pretty pot. much. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't even call it melting pot. I called it a salad because they weren't trying to be each other. And then you had the white, um, the white alliance in level six. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'll. I mean, I say last last year's alliance it's worse than level six because you know they didn't have like any person of color in that alliance. They didn't have nobody, right. nobody. But it was just all really, white folks. When you really think about you're if you're adding uh, Casey as a person of color, I don't know that she she is she has come into her quote unquote Vietnameseness if that's a word, but I don't know that she's really all in there. I know she's she's around her family and stuff, but she she didn't really lean into it. So I don't know. I don't know if I'd even give her that. Because I found that a lot of biracial children tend to um, depending on how they're raised, the hand that rocks the cradle, their mother usually kind of uh, gives them that sense of self when it comes to visually what we see in the world. So that's, uh, that's, so the, the fans will accept a biracial person, especially if they can pass, quote unquote, for white or close enough to it, be white adjacent. Yeah, let's, you're like, uh, you're like Josh and that dude from, um, the, the other guy from that season, I forgot his name, but him too, but uh, those coming to the top of my mind. Ramsey's. Yeah, him. I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of his. He was just, bleh. He was just there. 
He's Dominican. Indeed. A lot of Dominicans don't yeah. say that they're black. Don't say that they're black. And that makes me angry. That's why I call her, I'm not black for the whole season until he got evicted. That's what I kept on calling <laughs> I'm not black. That's a, that's what I called them. I got screenshots too. Yeah, I just, you know, people like, uh, uh, people like a Casey and a Fessy, they will always be, um, they will be accepted until they're not. They will have that moment where the fandom will be like, they'll do something. Or if they, if they go against the, um, they, they, if they're not on code with, with the white folks, then that's when they'll remember that they're Muslim or Paki or they're Vietnamese and they're not actually white. And it, it will happen almost always. I, and with uh, biracial African-Americans, I call it the N-word moment. They'll have that moment where they're like, but you're not really white. We're only going to let you get so far, and then we're going to stop you. And the, the uh, Big Brother fandom, I mean, Big Brother, the challenge, all of them need to wake up and realize that they're African-American uh, they're uh, the people of color, their fandom, their viewers. If we don't watch, that's why their ratings are terrible. Think about BB21. Because as soon as they had the uh, segregation camp, as soon as those three left, I stopped watching. Exactly. Like, like as soon as I saw David, Ovi, and Kimmy sitting out there on the eviction chairs like that, I was like, no, I'm done. That that's it. Like this, uh, like I'm done. Like that, that was just ridiculous. That was just ridiculous. I even canceled yeah. my my uh, my CBS All Access. Yeah, yeah. So did I. I, I didn't want to watch that. I've been watching reality TV since Real World One. I was one of those that watched the New York um, episode. I mean, not episode, but the season. You know, Real World New York. Um, and there was David and Tammy. And I remember that scene with David and Tammy where he was trying to pull the cover off of her in the hallway. And by the way, David was a comedian and Tammy was, uh, she goes on to be a basketball wife. At the time she was dating the person she ended up marrying in the NBA. But she goes on to be a basketball wife. And he was pulling the cover on her and he's pulling her down the hallway and she was screaming, no, no, but she was laughing, but she was laughing in a very uncomfortable way it, that I could tell was uncomfortable. And then, of course, David didn't understand why she was upset, but then he gets kicked out of the house. And so that was in my mind, I don't even remember how old I was, I might have been in high school, but in my mind, I was like, there's something that's just not quite right with him being kicked out of the house and that stereotype of black men being um, just sexual predators, animals, dangerous, that the KKK used as a foundation for their, uh, for their, uh, their founding. That's why they got started, was that idea that we got to protect the little white uh, girls or the white women from race mixing or the black man, the dangerous oversexed black man. That's why I was so irate with D2. 
because she was playing that trope that uh that idea she trolled us she trolled for the wrong reasons yes bless her heart you know and oh and then didn't get it and she just didn't get why people are so upset and the fandom never gets it when we get upset about stuff because they they don't want to deal with the problems that they've created that their exactly. ancestors have created exactly exactly Exactly. They want us to move on. They want us to get over it. But like they they fired D for trolling, but hasn't fired Jordan yet. Oh. Oh, okay. It's shout out to um shout out to MTV Malik because he did bring that up on his um the LWC podcast and he did call out um you know, the haters and people defending them, and I, and I did appreciate that. Like, much respect to Malik for that. Yes, I listened to that yesterday. That was great. Because he's, and everybody's always like, well, he give him, give him time to grow. Give him this and that. You give the person time to grow when they actually come and they apologize for what they've done to the masses. Because we are watching TV. It is or give someone a time to grow when they're too young to understand the situation, not when they're a grown-ass man and they know what they're doing to piss somebody off. Exactly. When his dad tells him, you don't get to say that because uh, you were mad. And then everybody that saw that on TV, those pe- every single person that saw that and that sees that video, they are hurt. That's who you apologize to. You apologize and then you start acting. You don't apologize and turn around and do something again. Apologize and turn around and do something again. Like Caitlyn, KK Caitlyn, as I call her. She, she or not try to say, oh, I said it with an A, not an ER, so I don't know why people are mad. Don't oh, say yeah, it at all. Right. If you're not black, do not say the N-word at all. If you are not black, do not say the N-word. And period. Also, all, period. You do not and like I said on our previous podcast about it, if you are not black, you do not tell a black person how to feel about someone being racist. Ever. Whether it was in their past or not. And then you don't get to tell them it wasn't racist. Exactly. A lot of people really need to understand that racism operates on a spectrum. There's the, there's the microaggressions all the way over to somebody running around um, in a in, with a, a hood on burning someone's house down or shooting or killing someone that's all of that all of that and everything in between is racism redlining is racism the bad school systems is racism the the undealt with uh, uh, post-traumatic stress trauma from uh, racism and slavery that even us are dealing with right now, that all of that is racism. And people always think it's got to be something big and crazy in order for it to be racism. No, it doesn't. Exactly. But everything going on in the world right now really opened eyes to all the Black people of who really fucks with them and who really doesn't. Exactly. Exactly. And I'd, I'd rather have someone make a video and say, you know what, I'm going to go do this work 
on my own. I don't need somebody posting every single day uh, some Black-owned business or something like that. Let's say you're a chef or something like that. I don't need you posting other Black chefs. I need you out there doing the work. Do the work on yourself. Do the work with your family. Do the work in your own life. You know, I want to see the actions. I don't need... I'd rather have the person that's genuine and makes one statement about it and then goes and does the work. I don't need the people that are Or even if you can't go out and do the work, like donate, like sign yes. petitions, put petitions in your link, like. Right, and realize that you do have privilege. Uh, uh, say that you've had privilege, recognize in your own life when you've had that privilege, when it's benefited you. But yeah, a lot of it was just performative. It was just like, let me go out here and let me put this black square up here or let me uh, say that black lives matter or just hashtag BLM when you don't even understand what it is. You don't understand how it operates. You don't understand how racism even operates in your own life. And just, I'd rather have genuine, honest, let me go do the work than performative BS. But yeah, the fans need to, the fans of Big Brother, reality TV, they are, they are, they need to come to the realization that whenever they are judging someone and they don't judge someone of a different race, they're judging someone that is black and they don't judge someone of a different race the exact same way in that exact same situation that they are in fact being racist. And that's just, it is what it is. And they need to also accept the fact that every reality TV show, they always show when the black person is angry or upset, especially women. They never show the good parts or them having fun and stuff. And like when Janelle was speaking on her ex on the beach experience, she was like, I wasn't really problematic and I really had fun. And I really like, they only showed the parts where it's in Maya too, though. They only showed the parts when they were angry or arguing with someone. They never showed them having fun, smiling, puking, hanging out with everybody and reality TV. I, and you can see it like with this season of the challenge, they only show like when Bailey is, getting in either getting into it with somebody or she's angry at something they don't show her laughing having fun they don't show her braiding people's hair and doing makeup for fun and stuff and it's like they always portray the black woman to be angry or problematic exactly like even when she was having Mm -hmm. that argument with um with jordan i mean and then they they're going to put the camera in her face just waiting for her to go off and even Johnny Banana said it. I thought she, I'm surprised she didn't go off more. I thought you were really going to go off. Why did you think that, Johnny? Because you only have a two-dimensional view of what a black woman is. And we ain't going to talk about him the way he gaslit uh, Cheyenne. Cheyenne. Yeah. But, but I would say that him, like, going on live with, um, <laughs> with Leroy and understanding and stuff like that showing that like he, he he cares and he's actually doing something about it um i did like that but also like he 
he he's done some wrong as well. Right. He's he's a he's the world's he is he's the most misogynist person I've ever seen on television. Because the way they didn't want to listen to Jenny and they didn't want to listen to Anissa was just crazy to me. That was crazy. But then as soon as Johnny popped up and said something, oh, we're going to listen to him. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to listen to the women. I mean, we, we need more people behind the camera of color. We need more women behind the camera and in the production room. We need more uh, people in the room that are making decisions on who goes on the show, how things are edited, all of that. We, we really need like more colored people on production, like the most. Because right. you do see a lot of, like, there are women that are part of production, but you don't see a lot of colored women part of production. If you see someone colored behind the scenes, they're either there to break up the fight or something. Right. They're, what are they, the security people or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, and that's, that's what they put out there on TV, and you have kids that are watching it, you have teenagers that might live in some little podunk town like here in Texas with me and they don't come in contact with, with uh, black people or people of color and they're just like, well, this is all I know about black people, what they put on te- television. It's so irresponsible. It's so damaging that that's all they put out there and that's all they see in movies. That's all they see on television. And so that's all they know. But yes. Exactly. Exactly. That was that was what the panel. Did you watch that panel with all the uh, black contestants? With Survivor. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was really great. Oh yes, I. I that was uh, Wednesday night, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, that yep. was, that was, that was yeah I didn't watch it. Challenge. That's why I didn't watch it till much, much later. Because I was like, I'm not gonna get off of this panel because they were <laughs> yeah preaching. They were. They was, was like, great. Oh, yeah, they they were. Sean Rector was great. You, you, you had all of that was just preaching. And then, and, and it's so crazy because I was I was watching um, one of the podcasts or one of the you know how they do the podcasts on YouTube, and I was um, I was listening to uh, three of the people that were speaking, and it was two women and one man, and the guy was really he was really feeding it. He was repeating basically all he said, first of all, that he watched Casey's live. And then he went on to say that in watching Casey's live, he he began to repeat all of the stuff she was saying. And he was just putting it out there, but he wasn't putting he wasn't putting out any anything to refute what she was saying. It was just like, well, she said Bailey did this, and she said Bailey did that, and she said Bailey did this. But that was it. It was just like, I'm just gonna throw this this fire out there and just let it burn or just let the people consume these lies. Even though his, his co-hosts, they spoke up and said that they thought Casey was lying. But to me, he was, he being the black person, putting it out there, the, the white people are going to latch on to what he's saying. And that's even more damaging. And so that I, I watched these, these podcasts and I've, I've found that a lot of times they they are doing the exact same thing and uh, in reinforcing that uh, two-dimensional view of black people or people of color. 
And do y'all um, do y'all listen to um, uh, Brooke from the Circle UK? No, I, I don't. She, she's on the second one. She well, she's got a show on TV Co. And she just had Kimmy from BB Twenty One and Jessica from BB Twenty One uh, Milagros. I just like to say her last name. Anyway, um, they were on there, and honey, it, they had. You know, they had their drinks in hands, and I thought it was about to be a kiki session, and it just, I mean, it was entertaining, but let me tell you, they were dropping some gems. They were dropping some gems. They were doing some real, honest, necessary talk. So y'all need to go check that uh, check that episode out, because they were really saying some things that needed to be heard, especially uh, Kimmy. But Jessica's been saying things that needed to be heard. So, but yeah, it's, it's, we have to be the fans and uh, production and the people making the decisions and casting have to realize how irresponsible they're being. Because I've been watching reality TV since Real World One. Um, I watch Road Rules, all of that. And I, and it hasn't changed much. The only thing that's changed much is they try to go out now and get black people that aren't as woke or that don't know anything about their history or who are trying to assimilate and be accepted. And so I was glad when Bailey was like, when Bailey popped off because she's going to be a real person. This is, this is what black people have feelings. And yes, when you hurt my feelings or when you violate our friendship, you couldn't, you couldn't at least give me a vote? You couldn't at least give me a vote? I gave you $500,000. You could not put me in an elimination. You went with somebody that you've known for a month. And that's why Nani went home. Because that's that Bay Karma. Uh-huh. Bailey's smile on her face when Melissa won was the greatest <laughs> ever. Right. And, and the idea that Big Brother had no alliance. Are you kidding? You said that on the first episode that y'all had an alliance. You said it, Casey. Bessie said it. Josh said it. Um, who's our... Um, and uh, Chris said it. Swaggy said it. So, yes, you did have an alliance. It wasn't like we're going to stay up late at night and talk to each other, but we're never going to say each other's name. So that was the least. This, this was when you were supposed to step up and show your loyalty. And you did not. But anyway. <laughs> but yeah, that, that tone policing that uh, Casey tried to do and control your emotions, only act this way. That was racism. The uh, why are you so angry? Why are you why do you lie all the time? That's gaslighting. That's racism. It was all that. And good for Bailey for standing up for herself. And at the end of the episode, Bailey came out looking better. Whether or not some of the fans want to accept that or not, then uh, then Casey, you got a lot of strategies you can choose. You can choose. To, um, you know, you can choose to be a floater. You can choose to be a backstabber. You can choose to be 
you can you can play the role like you don't know what you're doing. You can be the one that's clueless um, so that people don't feel as threatened by you. But Casey is choosing to to um, to latch on to somebody, and in this case, a female. Each time, latch on to some some girl, and then flirt with them so that you got they have your back. That's the strategy she chose to play. I mean, to use. And when you have choices and you choose that, what does that say about yourself? And that shows, that shows, I hate to say it, I'm about to say it, but I hate to say it, that shows Tyler should have won. Mm-hmm. But Bailey did exactly what I would have done. I mean, I'm going to give my friend a vote. Because she saw her as her friend, even though she and really... Bailey's a queen and she's loyal and she does no wrong. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Casey wish she could be Bailey. She does. And Casey wish she could have Bailey. Casey wish she can live the luxurious life that Bailey is living with Swaggy. Mm-hmm. Or that she she knows that she couldn't give Bailey the luxurious life that Swaggy gave her, so she's just bitter and jealous. Exactly. Real exactly. fast, and I want I want Ben to chime in on this. Can we talk about how <clears throat> all these people were saying that? Swaggy was broke and Bailey's family paid for everything. And now that Swaggy got money, now they're saying, oh, he probably stole the money or he didn't make that money on his own. What is wrong with people? They knocked him for being broke. And now that he's not like broke at all, now they're making excuses to why he has money. I want to know how Ben feels about this. Ben? I mean, they just hate that he brags about it. I don't know why they're hating. It's just, this is money, so let him do what he want to do. Exactly. But it's like, if he didn't brag about it, oh, he's broke. But now he brags. It's like, you can't win with people. Well, you can't win with haters. Or I would say you can't win with racist people. Exactly. Because I don't know. I don't know one black person that's mad at him about having money. Because... And I, there, no, no shade, no nothing towards Ashley, but she calls herself Million Dollar Mitchell, and people love that she brags about her being a millionaire and stuff. She, they, they, they love when she brags about taking a million dollars on Final Reckoning. They love it, but Swaggy brags about his success and everything that he's doing, everything he's investing his money into, and like all this other stuff. And it's an issue. You know, that's about control. You know, on the plantations, they had a person that worked on the plantation. It was the overseer. And the overseer, he had a whip. And if the slaves weren't working in the way in which he wanted them to work, and I'm using he because there was always, uh, the overseers were always male. They were never female. And so he would crack the whip. And that's what fans that are racist are doing. They're trying to crack the whip. No, you can, we want you to be humble. But when you're humble, we call you a simp. We call you, you know, a sucker. You don't have no money. You're broke. But then when you're when you let your when you let your ego free, when you, you stop dimming your light for people and you start being successful, well then now they can't control you anymore. So they're just trying to crack the whip. That's all that is. And that's where we get the term cracker from. Because they're trying to crack the whip. That's what the slaves 
the people that were enslaved. The people that were enslaved, that's why they called the overseers the cracker, because they would crack the whip whenever they weren't doing what they wanted them to do. And that's where that's coming from. That's where that hate is coming from. It's all about not being able to control him, because they can't control him, and they can't say anything to him, and he's, he's just being his 100% authentic, black, excellent self. They hate it. They hate it because now they can't control them. One last thing I want to talk about before we go is yesterday, Swaggy posted a post. And he says, U.S. Weekly published an article about me from a podcast I did stating that I won't be doing Big Brother 22 or the Challenge 36. That is absolutely correct. I do not have time for this reality TV lifestyle anymore. It does not mean I am better than anybody. I just know exactly what I want in my life before I turn 30, and my energy can't be wasted on negativity and drama. I'm only 25, four months in. I'm young as hell, very, very young. Don't get me wrong, being on reality TV is fun is a fun thing, but a thing I feel like I've outgrown. Been a good ride with Swaggy C, but I'm getting off. I'm taking, I'm gonna take my money, move my ass to Beverly Hills, and running all the way up. I got a lot of ideas in my head and it's time for me to execute them, starting with Secure the Swag. The producers and network, CBS and MTV, are all amazing. TV easily jump-started me to where I am today and I'm forever thankful for the networks. But the fans and the people on these shows be doing too much, way too much. And it gets to the point to where it's like, do I need this? All this negativity and drama, all for what? I think I'm smart enough to understand the turning point, the stress, the drama y'all are bringing literally serves me no purpose, especially when I'm fucking rich, rich enough to project my, protect my energy and say, peace out. Love y'all swaggy. And I think it's good for him and I'm proud of him. Um, do y'all think that he's not returning? He doesn't need oh, no, it. He, yeah. He doesn't need it. He, he doesn't need the money. Like he already got here. He, he has some money from, Day training, so he doesn't really need him no more. So, mm -hmm. much respect to him. Yes, I'm gonna miss him on my TV, but I will be tuning in to his Secure the Swag series. And, real. And, and yeah, I and hope your girl, your girl is in the academy, so you know, I'm trying to get that other stream of income. Somebody that's almost 20 years or is 20 something years younger than me. It's actually, you know, inspiring me. Let's go ahead and get, because I want to retire in five years. I need another stream of income. And so I say five years. Let me take that back. I want to retire in seven years. And so um, I, I love it. I love it. He doesn't need it. If you look at it, you got one, you got reality TV over here, and you got Forex day trading on the other side and his other businesses. With reality TV, he needs to be liked. With reality TV, he's got to fit into that that uh, stereotype that they want him to fit into. He's like an inch away of becoming a millionaire. Exactly. If you think about it, you look at if you look at it, and you if you were doing a whole pros and cons like business people like to do, and when they're making the decision, reality TV brings nothing but notoriety. And in this case, for black folks, it's usually negative notoriety. Because, you know, some notoriety can be positive. And it's, that's all it brings. Because he's, 
when was the last was there yeah there was there was a black winner on the talent and there's never been a black winner ten, other than Tamar. Yeah, 10 years ago yeah other than Tamar there's only been one black winner on Big Brother there's only mm-hmm. been two black winners on Survivor I don't watch Survivor but I know there no it's been no no it's been more I think it's like oh, okay. five Five, oh, okay. six, I'm not. But I mean, out of how many seasons? 40. See, that don't make no sense. And so um, if you think about it, it just doesn't add up. Like, why even Why even do it? Let Use it, use it as the stairs to get you to where you want, and then you decide when to step off. So that's why most people are really mad, too, because he has decided when to step off, when to leave. Instead of them telling him when to leave. So, yeah. I, I, I think it's a great move for him. And I, and why? It, it, it doesn't benefit him to continue to stay in reality TV. I, I want his personality to keep coming back every now and then. You know, just come back and visit. You know, come by. <laughs> Any final thoughts before we end today's show? No, other than uh, Bailey was more than justified and she handled that well. And I don't want her sitting around thinking that she went, shouldn't have went off and she needs to control her emotions and all of those things. No, Casey got exactly what Casey was asking for because she asked for it numerous times. Numerous times. She just kept pushing and pushing and pushing and she got exactly what she was asking for. Um, it's And the fandom are showing themselves uh, if they think that she was out of line. Because that's showing that you only want that two-dimensional, unemotional uh, uh, black person that's just going to just going to take someone being disrespectful or trying to gaslight them. So she's, she is, she did not go off. She did well. That was the healthiest thing she could have done. I'm a firm believer that clapping back is healthy. Yes. Ben, you have anything you need, you want to talk about before we exit? Um, Wait, I just saw this tweet. Janelle saying that um, somebody found her number from. Um, I'm like, oh, what are y'all, y'all crazy. Hold on, let me hold on, let me screenshot the tweet because it's, it's crazy. These people are crazy. Yeah, yeah, read that. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, these people are crazy. That's all I got to say. That is crazy. And why yes. should she come back on? Stop calling my phone. <laughs> oh my gosh, how do fans even get her phone number? 
I I don't know. That's what that's what we were saying in the chat. I don't I do not know. She need to change her number. Right. And then make it private because a lot of these reality show people don't realize that people can pay for services to find out where they live, uh, their economic history and background. It's people sometimes these reality TV show fans don't have a really good grip on reality. They're not very healthy, so they need to protect their peace and their safety. That yes, is, it's going to be crazy. I can't believe they're calling her. For what? There's a time and a place for reality TV in your life. Oh, no, I think we lost her. Yeah, I don't know where she went, but she was a good guest, though. Yes. She was. Um, yeah, she was a good guest. So... Um, we're gonna have a Sunday yet um, podcast interview soon, so check that out. And we're gonna have Kate on to to interview her as well, so check that out as well. And you yeah. got anything else to say? I do not. Um, hope everyone stays safe. And um, oh, and merch too. We we got that coming out soon too. So yeah, check that out. We have merch coming out really soon. So be prepared for that. It's gonna be lit. It's gonna be fire. And I'll be safe. And that is the end of the episode. Peace out.